I'm Joe. And I'm Cindy. And I'm Kate. And welcome back to our unconventional book club. In the last episode, we confirmed the discussion of novel Room for Rent by Noel. How do I pronounce that? Ahili. Ahili. I think. So, I hope I'm right. So let's go ahead and hop on with a brief summary of the first in this thriller. All right. Okay. Uh, Naya can't remember the last time she felt safe. The rundown rental house didn't seem so bad at first, but now someone is stealing her food, rattling her bedroom doorknob, digging through her belongings. Each night brings more disturbing incidents, and each night Naya is more convinced that it's not an intruder. She suspects the culprit is hiding in plain sight. Her peculiar roommate of necessity, Sydney. Naya can't afford to live anywhere else, so Hobo rental is her only option. In a few months, she'll finish her final semester of college and get the hell out of Dodge. But to her horror, the sinister mind games are just the beginning. Before long, she forces, she's forced to face the possibility that her physical safety may be at risk, maybe even her life. The truth is more terrifying than Naya could have guessed. And as the situation spirals out of control, it's suddenly clear that surviving the night may no longer be an option. So what do we think? Um, so I only made it, like, I'm not going to lie, like, halfway through the book. And then Cindy uh, wrote me, oh, my gosh. Southern <laughs> 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 messages telling me the rest of the book. It was definitely like i remember i was keeping up because i was like okay there's 56 56 chapters and i need to finish it in two days or a day and i was like okay so i remember counting from one i think through like 22 and after that i lost count because the book sucked me in and i was all like dang like i that guy was just so weird yeah the beginning. it was just so weird and i was all like this is weird and how that how Sid acted so nonchalant about everything, like looking at her straight in the face and saying, I didn't steal the money or I didn't go into your room, you crazy bitch. <laughs> Things like that. I was all like, what the hell? And those other cycle. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> the book reminded me of, um, I recently watched a horror thriller movie with like the same plot. And I was thinking about it like, how often that happens, you know, um, have you guys watched the Netflix show? It's a, it's a true crime show and it's like my roommate from hell. I think so. It is so good. So, um, you guys should watch it. Our watchers or whatever listeners should watch it. It's so good. And I swear to God, I was like, oh, I can see this happening. And I would be the dumb bitch that moves inside the house. I know me enough to be like, ah, yeah, it's cheap. I can do this. I kept wondering why the hell she would not get the fuck out of there. I was like, go to your car. I would have been in my car a long time ago. And I'd be like, okay, even if I'm in a metal box, I'm safe and I can sleep. Especially during nursing. Psycho. Mm. Ah. Oh, yeah, true. You are our resident nurse here. Yep. So it was very odd that she stayed in 
had some dramatic experiences there. I was all like, okay, all right, she's tough. So, like, I only got halfway through it, but did it explain why she continued to stay towards the end? She just wanted to power through. Yeah, she had, like, four oh. months total uh, to finish her degree, and then she was going to Indianapolis. I mean, when does powering through just turn into, like, you being a dumbass? I think at the beginning of the book. Yeah. <laughs> and then especially especially after she stayed, when she learned it was called, what was it, the Gore House? Yes. I was all like, this guy is over here telling you, but then he's a sport. You know, I don't understand. You're supposed to do better than what you're, you are right now, but she got with that guy knowing that he was jerk poor just like her and didn't have no aspirations. Like, I get it. He was trying to graduate or something, but he didn't show that he was working or doing anything other than just studying. You know what I mean? I was just like, what is wrong with this girl? Like, yeah, and the only thing, so he was um, going to college for, oh God, what was it? It was like construction management or something like that. And if that wasn't sending alarm bells off in general, especially after um, hearing different things about Arlo, it's kind of like, hmm. I think the point where I got to where I think you're a dumbass to Naya was when she was making out with him and as she was touching his body was naming things and being like, oh, he has, you know, soft tissue here from this and he has scar tissue here from that. And it's like, bitch, you're a nurse or you're about to be. Like, you know where the damn swing goes. Yeah, and I so thought that was strange. I thought that was strange because it, like it literally talks about how she enjoyed um, her human anatomy class, like her advanced anatomy class. Mm-hmm. So like, put two and two together. Although I did find it interesting at the end because I don't know, I know Cindy told you about the ending, but uh, at the ending when she's trying to get away and everything out from under the house, um, she stabs him with a little wooden horse in the scar tissue that hadn't fully healed into scar tissue from the splendectomy. And I thought that was really creative. That was pretty good. Okay, so here's the thing. I have a question for you guys. Do you guys have someone in your life that you know personally that would do that? Like, <coughs> Where they okay. don't need to be. I, I think like I all know that one girl. I don't because I don't attract that kind of personality towards me. You know what I mean? Like you have to be a strong, independent woman for us to get along at the same level. I don't, think I don't know because to some degree, I feel like I would have been. Well, okay, so younger me would have been that dumbass that's like, listen, I'm poor. I'm a college student. We just gonna make this work. Well, with how I grew up, I would have been like, eh, because I was kind of like that. I was poor. I didn't have anywhere to go. I was living in a situation before I moved in with my, uh, at the time, boyfriend and with his family and everything where it was kind of like, I just kind of got to go with what I got to do. But I mean, at the same time, it was just like kind of sketchy at times. I would 100% not have even gotten nowhere near that fucking house. As soon as I saw that make-believe crime scene with that murder tree. No, I've been like, I'm out. I've grown up in houses like that, though. 
and the house was so filthy the way they described it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was surprised they didn't add maggots or something into like their verbiage. Oh. That's nasty. It sounded nasty at the beginning. I was like, ew. I'm not gonna lie though, like that house reminded me, I like the way they described it, of houses from back home in Kentucky. I mean, I can name three people off the top of my head that would have lived in that house. Oh my lord. I can name a bunch of people, and half of them are my family from back in Oklahoma. <laughs> I, I love it. So, okay, my question to you guys would be would you recommend this to someone? Yes. Yes. I think you should finish it. It's better oh, than I plan, I plan on finishing it. Um, I actually really enjoy books like this, like reading kind of like I thriller, horror, like what's going to come next to all books. They are some of my favorite books to read. You know what it reminded me of? Hmm. It reminded me of my, like my childhood reading old R.L. Stein books. started reading it it reminded me so one of my very first books I've ever read I was in fifth grade it was a horror book and it like took me back to sitting in that library deciding to read the super scary book that and don't the girl dies in that one I will say that was a really I don't know why that was in the school library guys (laughs) but it was it was a good book so then my question to you guys has to be could, could he get it no. Fuck no. 100% not. No. Could Even if you guys were desperate? <laughs> what about if you guys were desperate? No. No. Absolutely not. My metal box would be right there waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if I swung that way, Jade could have gotten it. But, I mean. Jade. <laughs> That's the best friend. I'm just saying. I feel like we all need a good best friend like that. Yeah. Yeah? I feel like that I really, I think a part of the reason that she stayed as long as she did there, Uh too, was because the way that she grew up was essentially a cult. And this may be also because I just watched the Let Us Pray documentary that kind of made me, that kind of made me start thinking about it more. But it's like they're trying, she's trying to get out of a situation from a some and let's face it, religious abuse is a thing, even if it doesn't come in physical form, like an essay situation. So she's trying to get out of a situation because she's learning that what she grew up with isn't as glamorous or as like righteous as she thought it was with the Lamb of God Church, um, and she's she's kind of staying out like she's staying there to prove a point to herself even if it's not explicitly stated that she can do it she doesn't need anybody else she like she wants jade there but she doesn't she's trying to prove that she doesn't need it and that she can tough it out for those four months because she isn't that weak girl that she was as a kid growing up where she was stuck in that bella swan mormon-esque long skirt and show no skin Not situation. Okay, the original description of Bella that Stephanie did was definitely a Mormon based thing. 
because Stephanie Meyer is Mormon. I didn't see learning things in the podcast, guys. Mm-hmm. I, I hope that she would learn from this situation. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I'm telling you, my roommate from hell, you guys have to watch it. Now I'm going to bug the shit out of you guys until you watch it. You should watch it then. You should, because this is what this book reminded me of. But it's, um, it was so weird. She had so many opportunities to not be in that house. Like when she found out about that fucking that place where Arlo took her to go have their first enclosed date. Remember? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. So I was all like, why did she leave? Why didn't she just stay there the night? I didn't understand. She was there alone. She could have just stayed there and been safe and slept. So then my my thing that I guess I was confused about is, um, you know, there's so many programs to help you get housing, especially like as a student, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and at the end of the day, could she had not gotten extra money, even if you have to pay back the government, man, paying back the government is better than, you know, potentially dying in my opinion. You know, and she was very like especially with the she was very well she was very meticulous about finances and trying to not Mm -hmm. add more debt than necessary because of that again religious upbringing upbringing where it's just like you don't want to be in debt because then that's like a sinner's thing or whatever um and um the fact that she kept zeroing in on that because she didn't want Arlo to be in debt uh-huh. is just like okay I get it but you're kind of being one of it, it got to me a little bit because I'm sitting here thinking religious backgrounds and everything there's a lot of people I grew up in the belt buckle of the bible belt so I got the you're going you need to believe in God you need to go to church or you're going to hell situation like talks all the time and it's like it's pushy and i think some of that was kind of coming back with that you're gonna go into debt you need to pay your bills you can get your hospital bills forgiven if you talk to them i'm an i'm going to be a nurse i should know i just my i had a past uh co-worker who did da 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 and it's just i don't know i guess it gets to be a lot i um I will say that I think this book has inspired us to keep reading books lightly in this realm. Because I know next week's book, I don't know if you want to tell everyone what we're... Not next week. Oh, my God, guys. I am so sorry. I'm on a Korean time. (laughs) We'll blame it on that. But do you want to tell everybody what we're reading? Yeah, we're going to read Does It Hurt by H.D. Carlson, who most of you readers who read that dark romance genre will probably recognize the author name from Haunting Adeline in the cat and mouse duet. So. You really just can't get away from that, huh? Apparently not. <laughs> Your mom grabbed you. At least it's not as bad as Rebecca Yaros, so. Okay, I would rather this one than that one. I would rather this one than that one as well. I agree. Well, I thank you guys for listening to us talk about this book. It is, um, I myself will finish it, and I hope everyone else listening, that you 
finish it or not finish it. That's me. But read it. <laughs> oh, for sure. Now, es- especially for Cindy, though, uh, how quickly did you realize that Arlo was Curtis or Curtis think- was Arlo? It took me, when he started telling her about the boar house, I was like, this motherfucker has something to do with this. Like, he doesn't just all of a sudden appear mm-hmm. and then not have a background to the story. So it was just weird because he was very persistent with her. Like, see you again this time. And I was like, where are you? While she's studying and all of a sudden you appear. <clears throat> it's weird. I think the, the gore house thing was a big pushy moment, especially because it's like, I'm going to stand in this direct spot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do you know about that direct spot? And then how the video, she was standing in that same spot when he was shooting the video. Because I think whenever she was saying, oh, it's right here, I should have the murder tree. And then I think she made like a blooper because she said that it was right by the AC unit in another area. And I was all like, okay, now it's two different spots, but okay. Yeah, and then the whole, um, I liked the constant, like, what's that tinkering sound and her constantly thinking of Sid and all of that. I found it completely interesting about how he was slowly (laughs) attempting to kill Sid. Huh? How he was slowly deteriorating? Sid, yeah. Um, and then... You're wondering, like, what's going on? Because it's like, you don't think entirely. I had a feeling it was lead poisoning, but I thought it was because he was down in the basement so much. Um, But to find out what Arlo was doing, or Curtis was doing to him. And then that whole thing about, like, how she, the the scene where everything kind of comes to a head. And he's like, oh, no, we're not leaving. Like, we're not calling an ambulance for him. He doesn't deserve to live, and you're just like, what? Yeah, that part was was pretty weird. Mine, I think the cringiest part was where she discovered the castle. I was like, that's disgusting. Yeah, uh, so I just recently watched Pretty Little Liars, and one of this thing involving uh, A, who is the antagonist of the whole series, it's very interesting because A did that a lot, and there was like this scene where A basically kidnap like there's a whole portion of a season where a kidnaps the girls and puts them in this like underground bunker where it's like they're placed in rooms that model their own rooms like back at their houses and has cameras on them Hmm. the dollhouse yeah and it just it gave me the same vibes and then when you discover about the camera situation you're just like what the fuck's going on and it just kind of gave me, like, parallels to that. So. And then the constant talk, like, the, it, I don't know why it sprung up my brain, but when she comes out of the hole after she stabs him with the Abreo horse, um, and she's crawling up under the, uh, the house, like, under the porch part in the crawl space there, and she just... It's brief, but I don't know why it sticks out my brain, but she makes a big deal out of it. Well, this is where Curtis went to the bathroom, and I'm like... Oh, yeah, I was all like... Ugh. Like, why are we talking about this? Get the fuck out of there. <laughs> She's so stupid. Did she graduate, or what? what happened with that? So, in the epilogue, she 
ended up right after that whole situation happened uh, and after the police gave her the okay to leave the state, she didn't go home. She went to Indianapolis and with everything that happened on campus, the dean and somebody else uh, said that they were going to help get her credits transferred over to finish in Indianapolis. It was like a month left of school. I thought it was Two months. I don't know. It was somewhere in there. She just needed to finish a couple of credit hours. That's about them. That girl stuck it out forever. She only needed eight weeks to graduate. Oh, no. My it was weird how the time lapsed because it seems like no time at all, but it seemed like it took forever. I can't believe I read that book. It was like way out of my genre. Yeah. I'm, I got into it, I was like, my goodness. <coughs> it was. I think overall it was a good book. The predictability in it, I feel like, this is going to sound weird, but it's a comfortable predictability. The what? Comfortable predictability. Yeah, I don't think anything caught me off guard. I wasn't very attentive to Sid or his rash or anything that was going on with him. I did think he was a filthy little rat because she threw away his thing, remember? And she he did. And then she, like, he pulled it out of the... little hands and was like, whatever, it's disgusting. Yeah, it was really gross. I was like, damn, this, this author is really, like, detailed. Yeah, there was a lot of details with that. And it was, yeah. I think she was trying to, a lot with the, the med, she used a lot of medical jargon, which makes sense because it's under the perspective of Naya, but at the same time, it's like for the readers, it's like you're going into a lot of medical jar uh, jargon, and half of your readers probably aren't going to know what this medical you jargon is. that word. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, it's like, I have, I have an M.A., or I'm working towards an MA situation, but I finished, like, the schooling part of it, and so I understand parts of it. I have my grandmother's a nurse, my mother-in-law's a nurse. I've heard this stuff, like, oh, for years, but not everybody's going to understand. Yeah, that's true. I didn't like that the book, it wasn't, it was a narrator. It wasn't the person speaking. You know what I mean? I like I I like that, though, in a third-person situation. I did. That was, at the beginning, I was like, who the fuck is talking? Like, is there a person that's going to pop in and talk? But no, throughout the whole book, I was like, yeah, this is just narrated. Maybe yeah. that's why I could have just listened to it, but it was just fucking $30 to hear it. I was like, no. I'll just read. I, I use an audible credit. I'm <laughs> I asked my husband, because he'll normally get his Warhammer books and uh, listen to them with the audible credits, and I'm like... Can I use it this time? Because I got I got stuff I gotta do, and I need to I read this. I think mine's on the fifteenth is when I get my next credit. Are so you I'm gonna, just gonna order the music? The does it hurt? Yes, because it's already in my Amazon cart. Might as well just grab it. I like physical books. I don't like paper and books. Like yesterday, I wondered if I was reading a book, and towards the end, I started falling asleep, and the fucking Kindle hit me right in the nose. Like right on my I'm definitely going to start our book, Does It Hurt? I'm going to start that today. I love a good
Thank you again for tuning in to the last chapter. We're so happy that y'all are here, and we can't wait to get into our next book for our unconventional book club, Does It Hurt? by H.D. Carlton. Follow us on Instagram at The Last Chapter Podcast and on TikTok at The Last Chapter Podcast for updates on our next episode and any exciting announcements, and follow us anywhere you get your podcasts.